Welcome back to Uncorked. It's another podcast brought to you by Team Corker, and it's Sess and Steph back on the mic. Welcome back, Sess. Thanks for having me. Well, it's been a hot minute, and I was like, wait a minute, where's my co-host at? I need to get you on the calendar. (laughs) And it's so timely because I love our podcast to capture conversations that I really believe are, are worthy of recording, of sharing moments in time that I want to um, have record of and, and keep keep these on record. So I'm going to start by just asking you the most honest question, which is, how are you doing? Really, Sess? <laughs> well, we check in every morning. And this morning, I was like, right, let's check in before we record. And I was going to write a 10, you know, 10 out of 10. And then I said to you, well, let's be honest, I'm a seven and seven just popped into my head. And seven's okay. And mm-hmm my heart is really open right now. Mm. So how I'm doing is I actually feel really inspired by this new book we're reading, motivated to get more clear and grounded and very aware of the world mm-hmm. and, and suffering. So I'm good. And I'm a seven. Yeah. Well said. Um, I, my hope and intention in recording this podcast is that our favorite listeners are listening and that they may share this with a boss, with a friend, with family. Um, Some of the questions we ask or answer might be asked at dinner or sent by a text. And um, actually this one comes from Jackie Carr that her favorite question to ask is, how are you doing really? And it's like the most honest check-in. So how are you doing really? could be a question to put in your toolbox. And it's timely because let's just go there right away to say, who are we checking in on in the month of October, mental health, the suffering of the world? Who are you checking in on, Sess? What is that relationship for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's important to have different times of the year to focus because otherwise there's so much to focus on. So I love when there's an intentional month for us all to be drawn in, you know, the laser focus. Um, and so I I like to check in on everyone that I come into contact with and give them the space, the space and time to share what's top of mind, because when people get to just share what's top of mind, they do clear a little bit and then they can go to middle of mind and then bottom. you get like, we're so full. And when I feel like I can stop and listen, it empties people a little bit to get more grounded and clear. And Mm -hmm. everyone wants to be seen and heard and know that the listener is actually hearing them. So I think that's the service that I like to provide for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So when you speak of being full, what does it feel like when people check in on you and you're feeling full? So I don't have a vulnerable gauge, meaning I'm very open. Mm -hmm. And so when people ask me, how are you? Mm -hmm. I can go anywhere and everywhere. Sometimes I do have to ask specifically, what would you like to know? Because I can, I can pick anything right now and tell you how it's going. Even if it's not great, I'm, I'm good. Right. And that's what, when people get to know me, you know, I was in my course last night and I, my, my master's course in psychology of coaching yesterday, and I'm in the course with a lot of incredibly smart business people and smart professors, right? 
and they're going through all these principles. And I come in and I just say, I have no idea what you are talking about. I actually have no clue. And the professor said, well, why don't you try that on? And I was like, I don't even know what to try on because I have no idea how to apply that principle. I love, I'm the first to try things on. Thank you so much. Yes. And I have no clue what I'm trying to try on. I don't even know if it's a jacket. Is it a skirt? Is it a hat? Like, how do I even put that on? And someone said, wow, that was so vulnerable to say, I don't know. And in Mm. my mind, and I love everyone for saying that I love showing up as vulnerable. I think that's a strength in my mind. That's just who I am. That's my service that I can provide Mm. for myself is saying, I don't know. I'm so confused here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't even know where that came from, Steph, but I'm like, that is just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's permission to respond to a text with an emoji and nothing more like that's all I've got right now, or to respond with a question that says, what do you want to know about? And equally to say, I don't know the answer to that. I don't understand. Can you try again? Is there a different way? Yeah. Um, Or ask how much time do you have? (laughs) You know, how much would you like (laughs) me to download and share with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. You also shared something I want you to keep riffing here on. So that is your master's program. And then you have, you know, friends and neighbors. You also work with leaders. And I want to, of course, respect confidentiality. I, I do want to dive into like, what are some tools for leaders right now? And how are they checking in on their teams? And, and what's effective and what's not effective? So let's start with... Um... Yeah. How do leaders check in on the teams? And you and I do this for ourselves first, always. So I will say the first thing that anyone can do, if you are managing a team, if you're showing up and you're leading um, a group of people or anything, right, you are showing up and people are watching is what's real for you. How are you doing first? And so whether you have a journaling practice, whether you go to a yoga class, a mindfulness class, whether you meditate, whether you just put your hands on your heart and just go, how am I doing right now? That's most important because we need to show up authentically. And then we need to manage our thoughts. So not reactive, not angered, right? We need to come from a place from above the line, love and patience and faith and compassion, you can still have a broken heart and be compassionate. And so once we identify what it is that we as a leader are sensing, right? So feeling is the body, sensing is, you know, in the mind and thinking. And then we get to go to others and honestly and genuinely say, what's here for you today? What do I need to know about you? What do I need to know about you and how are we going to operate or get work done today? Yeah. The other side is what do you need today, (laughs) right? Or want. So Mm -hmm. in the book that we're reading, the wants is how we need to live, need, and need is an external thing. Mm. Want is an intrinsic desire. And so we live in the want. So I think it's about checking in with yourself checking in with others. And I would say the stay away from is what the world is telling you you should do. Mm -hmm. What the world is telling you maybe 
is the appropriate thing to do and and just listen to people. I think listening mm. is our guide. Mm. So beautiful. I, I, I mean, I personally am not on social media right now and I sometimes feel like I'm under a rock. You know, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on Instagram. I'm like, what's going on? And, and often I will have friends send me screenshots of things like you need to be in the know, you need to stay up with the news. And I want to share that it's actually really freeing to not be inundated with curated messages about news. So there's places and spaces to get news and seeing how different people are, um, may I say, like jumping on different messaging. And I want our team and, and the corporate code to stay so true to the message of our purpose, of our gift that we are here to give and deliver and rem remind everyone and remind ourselves that we are not a news channel. We are a business here to deliver our purpose and we want to always deliver on purpose, our purpose to the very best of our ability. And um, I share that because when you take away that extra noise, it feels like relationships can be can be deeper, can be more meaningful, um, and yet they're not as loudly broadcast. It's it's not out in the, in the same way. And so I think there is something to acknowledge. Um, you know, is it a team call with with twenty people, and you're just asking everyone how they're doing? No, no, it's it's not a, it's not a safe space for for everyone, perhaps. And so, what is your relationship with one on one interaction? I also feel really mindful right now of how people communicate digitally versus on Zoom or on a phone. And I love our relationship where I can trust your words in an email, on Slack. We don't have to be on Zoom for me to know that you're a 10 or a 7. However, I don't know that all relationships, especially for people that are working remotely, have created that sense of, of trust or respect or safety for everyone to be hearing that. And, and I share because I think some people are sharing messages with their teams electronically, and yet it's not quite heartfelt during this time. It's like, oh, if you need an extra day, take, take a day off. And yet we're going to like add five new tasks to Asana. So you don't really have a day off. You have a lot of buy wins and, and things to accomplish. And so then people don't really feel seen or heard. And so the other piece I want to add in is like check in on your mode of communication and ask like, am I really getting to the heart of the matter via text? Maybe not for all relationships. Maybe DMing is like not the way to really ask someone how they're doing. Maybe I'm, I might be wrong. I'm open to being wrong. I just, I think like, let's find the right way to ask the right questions right now. Well, I think what you're bringing awareness to is there might not be a right way. However, you sure. need to have an agreement with the people that you work with before yeah. you start working with them. Or if you haven't created an agreement of how we work together, then yeah. you do it now. And you yeah. say, how do we work together? And then you create this agreement, right? And yeah. everyone feels aligned. You yeah. also create the, what does psychological safety look like for us? What is needed and required for us to work as a team and have yeah. this safety between us? What do you need to say? And what are some unwritten things that we haven't talked about that you feel like are at play here? That is such a brilliant question. My favorite question in an interview is what is the one question I haven't asked you that you'd like to answer? 
And now my favorite question in building relationships is, what is something I haven't asked that you'd love to tell me today? Or perhaps what is something I haven't asked that you might be scared to tell me that I should know today? Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful time to create the framework of how you will communicate with, with people from your neighbors to maybe your family. Holiday time is coming. There will be unwritten, unstated expectations. People showing up at your door. How does that go for you? And, and then of course at work and, and how does work, you know, play into things. Do you have anything else to add to that, Sess? Well, I think you said do's and don'ts for leaders. And I would just say, Mm -hmm. don't make assumptions. Yes. Don't make assumptions. Don't assume there's one way for everyone. Don't assume everyone is feeling the same thing. Yes. And so the do's is be present, be aware, live here and now, ask the questions and listen. And the don'ts are don't make assumptions and blanket something on everyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Beautiful. And to check in with yourself as a leader, like, am I making an assumption? Yeah. And what is that assumption? Can I vocalize it? And then can I let it go? Right. Yeah, clearly. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like. Our newsletter, we call it The Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. Okay, the other piece that feels very important, here we are in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Month. It feels, um, it's near and dear. It feels important to us. We did support Worth Hats earlier this year. Um, They are a beautiful service. We'll make sure they're linked in the show notes of um, providing access to folks who cannot afford access to a counselor or a therapist. And the essence was just, the essence of Worth is, is how can we all support our mental health? And I was, I was so grateful. They actually approached us and asked if we would support them. And it felt like such a heck yes. And now it's October. I read actually an HR leader on LinkedIn post about her question to her team is, what is your mental health workout every day? And I thought that was so sweet. I'm, I'm slow in stating that because I'm like, did I get that right? It's mm-hmm. like asking your team, what was your sweaty workout? And what was your mental health workout? And maybe they're the same. Yeah, maybe they're different. And you mentioned some, I'm curious where you find personally, Seth, what are the tools that you find personally support your mental well-being? Mm. Well, okay. Maybe I I have a lot and probably some I don't know. I have a room with all of the things that energize my mind and body and ground me. So I do look up the power of rocks and crystals. You know, when you go to a mountain and you feel energized, like the power of the earth and the power of the tree. So I do have sage, I have beeswax candles, I have crystals, I have, you know, so many books that are called, like if I look around some of the books I just see around my room are like drive, Atomic Habits, you know, you're now what? Then I have wherever you go, there you are. So the yoga books Um, and then yoga and meditation. So 
I found yoga and meditation at a very dark point in my twenties that I didn't really realize was a path that I didn't want to need to go down, you know, that I shouldn't although those yeah. ones. And so the yoga, I've just have been realizing lately that it, it really is my ethical way of being. So mm. yoga grounds me. I know if I feel unearthed grounding in quietness walks, um, and then writing, I writing mm. really helps release a lot of the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I, I ask you for your personal tools because I think it's easy to sort of go through a laundry list of like, there's all these things for everyone in the world. And I think it's really helpful to learn from one human to another of like, what works for you? And I want to jump on all of yours. I am such a yes. And I'm going to share a few other things in addition to yours that I find I wouldn't know that this supports my mental health, yet when I finish them, I feel better for it. And one of them is caring for indoor houseplants, caring for leaves that are dead and watering them bit by bit. It reminds me to like take care of myself with the same softness and tenderness that I would care for, for a houseplant. And so, you know, I like to refer to the plants in my home as my, my jungle and I want them to thrive. Um, it feels like a bit of a meditation practice for me and caring for plants. And I also, what was the other piece I wanted to share? My house plants. You, you mentioned walking. I, I really am appreciating walking. Regardless of the weather, you know, you put a hood on and, and, and walking feels really special. I am really into belly breathing and just lying and feeling my tummy extend and descend and and breathing so in the moment. It doesn't take many breaths. I know some folks have a very intentional and deep breath work practice. <sighs> it feels so great. And then I also want to share, and I'm not plugging anything here, supplements and specifically maca at this time of year. It doesn't necessarily taste great if you take it in powdered form, but I think you can take um, a capsule and I just call it a bit of a happy pill and I don't take it all year round. And yet in the fall, it feels like maca season. If you do have the powder, you can always mix it in with a warm beverage and and that's really nice as well. So we'll all plug our, our client harmonic arts. They have a beautiful array of products that, that really feel like a warm hug. So I think mental health can come from therapists and counselors. It can come from more traditional yoga or meditation practices. And it can also come in choosing to care for things in your life with a reciprocity. These crystals provide energy. I'm going to be with these crystals. I'm going to wash them in the, you know, in the full moon. I'm going to gift them. I'm going to leave a rock in the woods. I'm going to hug a tree. And I think that it's inspiring to hear what what people are doing. I read this book. I listened to this podcast. It elevated the vibration of my brain. That's worth it. Let's do more of that. Yeah. And it is a practice. It's a daily practice. So I love that you brought it into asking the question as a leader, you know, how have you taken care of your, your mind? How have you taken care of your body? How have you taken care of your blank? Yeah. If people are open to that, you know, some people think that that is so far-fetched and I'm like, and no one has to actually verbally share, right? You could just think about it, right? You could write it down 
And one thing that came up when you were sharing Steph is that it's so aligned to values. So right. how we take care of ourselves anytime is aligned with values. So my value of creativity was fueled this week by painting my house, painted my laundry room yellow, really needed for this time. Right. And that eased my mind that took care of that for me. And then growth is books, right? Freedom. How have I tapped into freedom and then connection, baking, family dinners, right? All of that. So if people don't know where to look, I just want to give you the key that it's within your values. So great. And your values can change yet know your values. And I feel like it's, I was, as you were speaking, it felt like a key to the unstuck. It's like, you feel stuck. You feel in that place, like start with your values. It's the first lock that will help unlock something new. I love that. I just need to also plug that our sweet friend Hero, who is in the lab of meditation, she relates everything to having the softness of a gummy bear. And I think that, you know, they can be sugar-free gummy bears. They can be sugar-full gummy bears. I think holding a gummy bear in your hand, putting a gummy bear in your mouth, just realizing the softness, the tenderness to this lifetime helps to add a little bit of levity. So go get some gummy bears. That might that might be a, a small secret on the step to mental well-being for all of us. We are wrapping with our favorite last question. What is making your heart beat faster? Yeah, right now it's the book, the 10X book. I, what is the name of it, Steph? Do you have it right there? I sure do. It's 10X is easier than 2X by Dan Sullivan. Thank you. And how about you? Well, I too am reading that book. I think it's so excellent. What is making my heart beat faster? I'm going to share, plug it, that I turned 40 and I am really relishing in this new decade. And I feel I'm here for beating fast in a new decade and all that this decade will bring. So giddy up. (laughs) It would be remiss of me to not share that if these tools have been helpful, please share them. If these tools are not helpful, or if you do want some other support, I am purposely on purpose with intention plugging Team Corker. Please reach out. We are so, so happy to engage in many different forms of support this month and every month. Thanks, S. And you know what makes my heart beat faster? The fact that I get to share with you that this podcast is brought to you in partnership with More Good Media. Our friends over at More Good Media are spreading the good word, one conversation, one podcast at a time. So thanks so much for your support. We are so glad to be here in partnership. Oh, hey, before you go, you know, listening to podcasts on this thing called the internet, it's a wild ride. And what would be so helpful on our wild journey is if you would be so kind to jump on and give us a review. Four, maybe even five stars. It really helps. Thanks for joining us.